Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to Henry. We've had we've had a difference of opinion the computer and I have over the course of today. A little technical difficulty kicking off this uh, Thursday night. I don't know exactly what it is, but apparently I'm not on the screen right now. Neil is working on that. But good evening. Good to see all you guys in the stream. Everybody we are uh, talking to, We're getting ready to watch the bludgeoning that is the Cowboys in New Orleans tonight for uh, Dallas and the Saints. The Saints are basically a um, why why is it not showing me at all? What was it doing? It's I don't know. It was like frozen from earlier. Or something? Uh, I'm not really sure. I had to do a complete restart. Invisible is interesting. It is kind of like we've it. just kind of had a day. The camera angle has gotten moved. That's why this post is so prominent. We'll fix it at some point. But yeah, that's that, that's the deal there. But anyway, um, I don't know. I'm almost afraid to hit the button right here. There's a button that I need to hit. Okay. And I'm going to hit it and just see what happens. And if it just goes to hell, it goes to hell. You know what do you do? Okay. Right, we'll see. What's it going to do? Make you disappear. Okay. Oh, you're moving. It's a good. Okay, we're good. I made some magic act a little bit, but. A little bit. Nonetheless. Um, Welcome into Hand Raise, guys. Brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, you Southern have, Air Conditioning. Audition is running. Yeah, Audition okay. is running. Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. It's the uh, same great name. I mean, different name, same product, same services. Uh, the people at Comer, the people at Southern, they'll take great care of you. If you're in the Oxford or Tupelo area, it's Comer at uh, 662-801-1777. If you are in Hernando, DeSoto, um, South Haven, Memphis, that area, 662-429-4429. Uh, they'll take great care of you. Call them no matter what. Heating systems acting up. Um we're going through those weird phases where it's like today it was 70 degrees, and then we'll get cold here soon. If you haven't had your heating system checked at this point, you need to make sure you do. So uh, go get that checked out at Comer and Southern. Guests will join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline, Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Great place to grab a burger, po' boy, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, the whole deal at Rafters. Also Rafters New Albany, and we're in the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a uh, Clark Ford today. Great service, great product. Corey wants to be your car guy. wants to be your truck guy. You'll find out what that means when you make the call. Six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Um, Lane Kiffin at Protective Stadium in Birmingham tweeting out that this 
this evening. I don't know what's got going on. I guess some sort of game. Oh, it's the uh, Alabama State Championships are there. Are they? Yeah. Okay. So they're, are, are they doing them still at Alabama and Auburn some? Is this in the rotation or what? What's, what's, the, what's the deal there? Um, you're now asking me a question that I'm not prepared to completely answer. My guess would be they would prefer just to do them in Birmingham. Okay. And that's a really nice stadium. Makes a lot of sense. It's perfect for high school state championships and stuff. That, yeah, 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 yeah. It's actually about the perfect size for that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Ole Miss Volleyball is in the NCAA tournament right now at 7 o'clock. They play Creighton tonight. Oh, is that right? Way. Yeah. I guess we could turn it on the ESPN Plus thing over here on this computer. I mean, this, on this TV. Oh, yeah, i got to go find that. Um, thank you for the uh, – the birthday wishes. It is actually my birthday today. So, yes, that is uh, that is correct. Uh, Rebel Blamer says only in Birmingham now. So, they have stopped the uh, the Auburn and Alabama. Um, Brian says his alma mater is back in the 6A title this week. You're a big birthday person, I know, just like I am. So, I'm sure this is exciting. A big, big day for you. Count down the days to your birthday. It's one of those deals where I'm incredibly uncomfortable if anyone even acknowledges it. Yes, for the most part, um, it's that, that there's there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I'm I'm not a birthday person at all. I'm I'm fine with other people's birthdays, but my birthday present every year, the ideal birthday present would be that nobody recognized it. <coughs> that would be awesome. Leave you alone. Literally, never mentioned. No one say anything. It would be awesome. Like, other people would be deeply offended that would, like, kill them. For me, that would be borderline just fantastic. <laughs> I'm looking forward to SEC Network. watching Paris in Love here on Peacock tonight. Hand it up. I'm trying to, <clears throat> trying to maneuver the screen. There we go. You had a big day, and we we were together just a little while ago. Yeah, not much today. Um, really at all. I uh, periodically done a little bit of work today, just kind of around. I mean, it's been. I, 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 I'm a routine oriented human being. Like a normal <clears throat> yeah. day is not bad. Like it's the abnormal day that, it, that that stresses me out. Routine is not bad. Maybe to a to a bad point, but. Um, right, what am I looking for? Volleyball? Yeah, that's correct. Is that going on SEC Network? It's ESPN Plus is what it said, so okay. I assume. All right. I'm I looking. mean, I'm spitballing here, but. Okay. Missouri losing to Liberty in men's basketball by 21 at the half, 35-14. Liberty's pretty decent, but. Geez. Is that right? Yeah, Liberty's always pretty good. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know this is a scintillating show, guys. Um, we'll we'll get to it. Picks are up, by the way. So people were asking about that. They are uh, they are on the front at rebelgrove.com. They're up. Uh, Butcher versus Spin Instructor is up too. Just kind of a later day today. Just didn't get stuff. I, I wasn't efficient. The irony is that we actually had Neil's picks done early this week, at least by a little bit relative yeah. to usual. Um, a few hours, if nothing else. I don't see it yet. There we go. I mentioned that this morning, speaking of presents, gifts, and things, you can go to uh, mpwdigitalshop.com. You can get some of our uh, potato logo that is uh, loved by some of you guys. You can do uh, 
several different of our logos on items. Got hoodies, got long sleeve tees, um, men's and women's, plenty of stuff there. Some really cool coffee mugs, actually. I ordered a couple just for the studio here today. Um, so MPW Digital Shop, the rest of today. So until mid, actually until 2 a.m., because it's Pacific time, until 2 a.m. Central, you get 15% off the uh, the entire shop wide. That's uh, holiday15 is the code to do on that. Again, mpwdigitalshop.com on that. I did not realize Creighton was 30-3 and 30 on the season, so uh, Ole Miss might have their hands full with the Blue Jays tonight. It appears so. In Omaha. Thanks to Gulf Coast Rev. He says, happy birthday, Seth. Nick, let that man take vacation next year. I didn't know it was his – here's the truth. I I am not a birthday person at all. Uh-huh. I did not know it was his birthday. You guys wish him birthday, happy birthday every, every single day. day, so I've sort of become immune to it. Like, I had no idea that today was actually his birthday until um, my wife told me that Today was his birthday, and I said, "No one. Every day is his birthday." And she said, no, "No, seriously, actually, no. Today's really his birthday." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh well, how about that?" I had no idea. So, we'll let you guys kind of carry the show a little bit. I, I, I will say this: I mean, we obviously spent a lot of time this uh, um, this morning discussing Miami, discussing Lane, and different things. Since then, it's been a day where nothing but dysfunction about Miami has come out all over the media Which today. is what I've been saying that's for days. Saying. It was like everything that's been here on this podcast, suddenly today it was on the Paul Feinbaum show or wherever it was, and it was really big news. And it's like, well, okay, yeah. So. Well, and- Literally almost like verbatim. Like there was several things. It was like, hey, there's two factions. It's like, yeah, I said that yesterday. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been I, talking I to people know. for two weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I get... I get frustrated, and I, I need to get unfrustrated. I get unfrustrated with people, and uh, frankly, a, a listening comprehension issue because they're emotional with what they hear, and I'm not emotional with what I'm saying. And then people are like, you guys are just trying to cash in. I haven't tweeted it one time. Couldn't have done less to cash I haven't, in. I haven't linked a message board post on Twitter. I haven't written a story or a column about it and linked it or anything. Done nothing to publicize it. Nothing. Not one thing. Now, I might not be a good We could have gotten on Twitter and go, hey, here's what we're hearing about Lane in Miami. Or, hey, here's... Would Lane Lane accept question mark? Blast on Twitter. I guarantee I'd have made some cash on that today. I'd have sold at least one subscription today. No doubt. It might have been like four bucks, but the paycheck would have gone up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a great businessman, perhaps, but I'm not that bad. I've intentionally not done it so that it, people didn't think that we were, so that people couldn't say you're trying to do the clickbait thing. Intentionally, and so when people go, "You're clickbaiting," no offense, but it kind of pisses me off. I mean, if I'm being honest, because <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not, not even a little bit. Well, you guys say he'll take the job. No, it's not what we said. We said if we thought if it got to that place and he was offered the job, that kind of thought maybe he'd take it. Why? Because that's what people tell us. Now, subsequently, late this afternoon, from a few different people, I've heard that it's very likely, and I hate doing this, I'm about to commit the cardinal sin. I'm cringing as you're talking right now. Because I'm not going to answer this all day tomorrow. I'm I'm not. I'm not because no one's going to tell us unless Ole Miss puts out a release, which is not the way Ole Miss does anything. The anymore. last release came out in like late December. I mean, late February. But I'm hearing that it's quite possible that he signs extension papers 
within the next weekend. And no, I'm not I'm not going to do that all weekend. So don't ask. I feel like Nick Saban, so don't ask. Right? Stop asking. I kind of get stop where, asking. I get where Nick's coming from now for the very first time. I sort of get it. You know, he's like, so stop asking. What do you say? Stop asking. So stop asking. Yeah. I don't know. He was kind of an ass that day. But maybe he was tired of answering a question that he had told people he wasn't going to answer. You keep asking. So stop asking. Well, no, I'm going to need you to text Keith every hour on the hour well, all Ke- weekend. Keith's not going to tell me unless they just want. If Keith, like t- from, if, if Keith tells me, it's going to be because he wants everyone to know. Because they've got re- recruits coming in this weekend and they're trying to get ahead on that. That would be the only reason. And then there would be questions that immediately I would have that other you would have, other people would have. Are there opt outs in that deal? Are there places are there Does places fully yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, are there places where the the buyout's less if he goes to school X, school Y? Because someone speculated that. I don't know. That is a good point. My camera angle is off, but the actual video picture is much better than it usually is today. Huh. Ever since I smudged it with my finger and it's been much better. Well, I cleaned that well, up. I, that's what I meant. Yeah. Like, the, in, not actually since I smudged it with my finger. I did not see a fake Bruce Feldman tweet about Kiffin to Oklahoma. Kiffin to Oklahoma makes no sense for anyone at all. Nobody. <laughs> zero. No sense. You don't believe that one? I, no. People say, why Miami? The reason it would be Miami, if he went to Miami, in a, in a world where he went to Miami, it would be because of the water and the lifestyle. That's it. Everyone keeps going, well, it's a train wreck. Of course it's a train wreck. Look at where they are today. Look where Miami is today on Thursday night. Can you imagine if we were covering Miami? You really don't know who your coach is. Is it Manny Diaz? Because I think there's no doubt in my mind that Miami is waiting for tomorrow night for the Pac-12 title game to happen so that they can offer the job to Mario Cristobal. Is Mario Cristobal going to? But do they offer the job to Cristobal before Diaz is fired? I don't know. That's what we don't know. At least back-channeling. That's what we don't know. Are they going to offer the job to Mario, and if he says, yes, I'll take it, okay, hey, now we're going to go fire Manny and hire you? But if not, well, we might just stick with Manny for a year. Or if he says, nope, I'm not going to do it, okay, well, you know what? We never got that far. We're just going to stick with Manny for a year. Or do they bring in an AD over the weekend, fire Manny, and conduct some weird search? I don't know. No one knows. And if you talk to 20 people down there, you'll hear four different things. What yeah. show was McMurphy on today, or was that not a show? We did an article. What did he do? I don't know. What did he supposedly say? Just how dysfunctional it was yeah. in Miami. Some some version of that. I don't. Okay. Know. And Ross said the same thing, right, Dellinger? Uh, I believe "shit show" was the word <laughs> that, that, that that Ross used. Yeah, yeah. I, I believe that was the. Uh, <laughs> that That's was good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, here, I'll I'll find it. Um. Adrian Martinez, by the way, makes no sense for the Ole Miss offense. I keep getting asked that today. The Nebraska quarterback has jumped into the portal. Yeah. He can't throw. Like, can't throw at all. Have you seen how many people are in the portal? I know that the first day they had 102. First day of the week, they had 102, and that was the lowest day of the week. So, 497 players 
284 from FBS, 213 from FCS have entered the transfer portal since Monday morning. Yeah. 497 players. Think so, how many team, teams full of scholarships. So six full teams, give or take. Yeah, 497 divided by 85 is... Six times eight is 480, 85, right in there. Yeah, yeah six, six teams. teams. Yeah. Almost the whole SEC West. Um, Brett McVerpy said multiple multiple Miami AD candidates said UM search is, quote, a mess with more than 50 board of trustees and several donors involved. Everyone is in charge. No one is in charge. They don't know what they want to do with Manny. Half of them want him gone. Half of them want him to stay. Then Ross, quote, tweeted that and said, one person described the Miami situation to me as a, quote, complete shit show. <laughs> That's uh, probably a very valid... Uh, Patrick, thank you for the uh, super chat. He says, any update on Zach Evans? Not yet. Maybe something next week, but not right now. He's he's back in Fort Worth taking uh, final exams. And then uh, I think he'll make a decision sometime next week. Um, Rocco Mendenhall stepped down today. So Virginia is open now as well. Um, what was his deal? Something personal? I would assume because he did a pretty damn good job. I, I, you know, they lost a few games they could have won. I actually thought he had a he had a pretty good year um, for the most the most part. Uh, also, because because we needed this, the NCAA has added an extra bowl game. Oh, good. Uh, now we have a forty second bowl game. Oh, awesome! What's the aim? Uh, we don't know yet. It's, Where's uh, it going to be? It's going to be in the Metroplex. Okay. Because that will allow all eighty four bowl eligible teams to play in a uh, in a bowl. Oh, so um, we're just creating a game so that Liberty can go play in it. Well, I think they were already fine. Uh, okay. There was going to be either a MAC or a Mountain West team left out. There oh, were eighty three. Can't have bowl season if that happens. <laughs> there was a, that six and six MAC team. Um, there is a. So yeah, let me, let me get this right. There were eighty two teams or eighty three teams bowl eligible. There were eighty two bowl spots. So they were they created this game for. To fix that. So that team will go, and then Hawaii, now at 6-7 and seven on the season, okay. is going to play in the Hawaii Bowl. So they're going to move a team out of the Hawaii Bowl to, to Fort Worth. So that Hawaii can just play in their own bowl game? They'll play in their own bowl game to just fill up a spot, essentially. And then the MAC team or whatever will go to Fort Worth and play. <laughs> I, I, I got a little confused reading this. Memphis either is a team that is going to Hawaii to play Hawaii, or they got completely screwed, and they were going to play their bowl in Hawaii, and now they're playing their bowl in Fort Worth. Well, that sucks. I mean, that would really suck. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm not sure which one. I, had, I didn't really understand the way the story was written, but either Memphis is in Hawaii, or they were going to be in Hawaii, and now they're in Fort Worth, one or the other. So, so how does volleyball scoring work? Do you get a point no matter what, or do you have to be serving? You do not have to be serving. Okay. Yeah. That's only uh, beach volleyball. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's play to 25, win by two. 25. 25. Not 21. 25. Okay. Play to 25, win by two. If it's in a fifth set, you play to 15, win by two. Okay. How many volleyball matches have you covered in your career? College? Yeah. Uh, none. Really? Covered some high school volleyball, okay. but I don't remember the rules. I've covered give or take. 20 college volleyball matches. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, how about that? I have a decent enough idea of the sport. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. What is the defensive specialist called? What is his name? In uh, volleyball? Yeah. The uh, setter. The libero. Oh, that was my next guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. No clue. What's the score? Uh, I'd say twenty-one to eighteen or twenty-one to nineteen. Creighton. Okay, so it's close. It's close. First, it's, it's first game. Is it first game? First set. First set of yeah. the match. Creighton just called a timeout. Oh, they do. You ever notice volleyball girls? No matter what the situation is, they always look happy. They're, They're all always good. smiling. <laughs> Everybody's high fiving. Like when it gets tense in a basketball game or something nobody's really everybody's smiling. all everybody's pretty out. everybody's pretty tense they're just like yeah it's cool it's 20 to 18 creighton in uh set one look at her i mean she looks totally calm she's in the ncaa she looks tournament. bored yeah, she's actually. just fine it's just, she looks just, a little bored she's just playing if they win they win if they lose they lose it is what it is uh-oh you can only hit it three times on your side. I knew that. Okay, yeah. I knew that one. So the one in the white. See, look, Ole Miss just missed a point, and everybody's still smiling. Everybody's everybody's perfectly happy. It's fine. <laughs> Whereas in those sports, like throwing clipboards and stuff, yeah. and like get all kind of yeah. issues. And... Ooh. That's pretty strong. That's See, a good spike right and there. they're fine. Everybody's like, everybody's happy. But if you showed Creighton right now, they'd be happy. Ole Miss just scored a point. I guarantee you the Creighton girls are like high-fiving each other right now and everybody's saying, hey, you're awesome. You're awesome too. I bet she was laughing when she got up and missed the dick. Yeah, she was fine. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. We're not going to watch volleyball and just talk. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't be able to. Yes, Lane was retweeting uh, the Brule kid from State uh, that's getting into the portal. I assume that he's I'm 80% sure that he's recruiting him, 20% sure he's trolling. I don't know one or the other, but I'm assuming he is he is he is recruiting him. Robertson got worked up about that, oh, right? Oh, did he really? He did. Yeah, you ought to you you should find that tweet. Oh. That was actually funny. He was upset? <laughs> yeah. He was funny as in like you approve of his tweet or because he's freaked out about it. Uh, he was mad about it. I know. You but you, did did you agree with him? No, no. I I was laughing at him being freaked out. Oh, okay. Like he's really upset. Okay, I'm looking. It's been a long week for Steve, I bet. Well, no, that's true. <laughs> All right, Saints and Cowboys have gotten started. No score. Saints wearing the absolute fire all-white uniform. Cowboys wearing the white pant, navy top, typical silver helmet. Not my favorite Cowboys look. Uh, he went with Steve went with toxic period rent free with each letter lowercase and then capitalized. Right. Okay. Am I doing this right? Question mark. So he is in, he is intimating that Lane is doing it strictly to stoke the rivalry. Yes, is what he is intimating. That's what he, that's what he's hoping. Actually, I think. Yeah, because what happens is when everybody else makes fun and says, hey, you guys are insane, it, it it hurts him. So he needs everybody to be insane. Yes. He needs to find every reason for everyone to be addicted to the rivalry. Yes. So like He hates that you and I aren't sitting here all worked up over the egg bowl. Yes. He would love it if we were. He would have much more 
positive feeling for us if we were. The Saints are not playing. The Saints like replacement team is playing. Looks like the Saints to me. No, it's like the replacement team. It's like like Shane Falco. They got the there. Florida Lee and the whole deal. Yeah, it's like the practice squad. So you don't let your practice squad wear those those uniforms. Those are nice. They are nice uniforms. They are really If it was nice. strictly by looks, they would win tonight. Oh, be a blowout. I would prefer if the Cowboys wore their typical pants with this. The gray? Yeah, the, the kind of that almost gray blue that they wear. Yeah. I don't really like the white pant with the. Yeah, the Saints are basically running the wing tee tonight with Taysom. Yeah, that's 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 not going to get you much on third it's and ten. It's going to be a long night. There probably aren't a lot of plays on third and ten in the Taysom Hill playbook. It's going to be a minute. Just saying. You want to go over picks before we go to calls, yeah, or what do you want to do? That. You get them up. You get them up. Uh, I can. That's what she said. Sure. It's not excuses. Everyone's hurt. I mean, look, I'm watching. It's fine, but. I mean, yes, the Saints are awful. It's their worst team since 05. Oh, that's a good question. If you can map out Cowboys and Saints fans in areas of Louisiana, which team would cover more of the state? Uh, Saints. Yeah, because you're getting all of South Louisiana. And not only that, you're getting Northeast Louisiana. Northeast? Yes. Cowboy country doesn't start till around Ruston. Ruston West. Okay. Shreveport is Cowboys. Okay. So there is an area, but. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Shreveport to, Shreveport to Dallas is three hours or less. Um, The Saints would have to do a lot of trading and doing things to draft Corral. That was asking the thread. It, there's not a clear path. It would take a lot of finagling at that point. So uh, picks are up. I had to uh, fire and. and in turn, uh, our tree got week. even more bare this week. It's awful. The the tree. I mean, is just, it's it's like in it's carnage. It's 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 carnage it, is what it, it is. It's just it's devastating. It's like a post apocalyptic like deal at this point. But I had a meeting with my interns, and they said you can't win, and I didn't take that well. So, well, you're not mathematically eliminated. There are 87 bowl games. Yeah, and so when someone says you can't win, it's just you giving up on me like that. Well, they, I mean, unless they're coming out of a coma, then they're. Well, that was my thing. Up. I just, I, I, I wrote about this. Rocky gave Rocky gave her another chance. I said, oh, "Bye, see ya." So for the season, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Jeffrey is uh, comfortably ahead. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, Jeffrey is seventy-five and sixty. Um, Still not. I mean, Brian and I are now sixty-five and seventy. Ten games back. Chase had a devastating week. He's not a good week. He's sixty-two and seventy-three. Thirteen games. Well, yeah, because I'll tell you, I was I was getting really concerned that I was about to throw a bagel up. It got like into the afternoon. I went, okay, I'm not <laughs> sure I've won one yet. You might not get one. Yeah, I was like, I, I mean, in some point, I began kind of rooting for it. I'm like, well, hey, look, if we're going to suck, like let's let's really allow a fade here. Yeah. Um, now Georgia always covers, so yeah. you just pick the dogs and you ride it out. Um, but until this week, but um, we'll we'll. we'll. So we got Western Kentucky at uh, UTSA. This is the uh, 
Conference USA Championship game, 6 o'clock on Friday night. It's a one-point line. Western Kentucky favored by one. It's like uh, Jeffrey and I took Western Kentucky. You and Brian took the uh, the Roadrunners. Um, I don't have any big thoughts here. I, well, I, have, I, I know nothing about Western Kentucky. Like, seriously, absolutely nothing. UTSA has been a fun story. Um, they got hammered by North Texas for their first loss over the weekend. They they had at least three fumbles in the first half they lost. They played really poorly. I mean, in all seriousness, pressure probably got to them a little bit trying to finish off our undefeated regular season. But the road funders make the road road funders the road runners make me laugh. Just their mascot, so I kind of pull for them to be decent in the group of five. Like it, I, I see like the, the the cartoon every time I I think of them. So we're gonna go for UTSA for that 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 purpose. I'm picking like what was it like Leon's mom back in the day when we do like the bracket stuff. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Uh, we got the Pac-12 championship game tomorrow night. We're talking about Mario Cristobal earlier. It's Oregon and uh, Utah. In Las Vegas, the 7 o'clock game on ABC. Oregon's a three-point underdog. I've got uh, Utah winning. All the rest of you have Oregon winning the game. I've got Utah winning and covering. Everybody else has Oregon. Utah killed them the last time they played. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Good well, I like the Ducks. Quack, quack. All right. All the other games on Saturday, we got the uh, <clears throat> the Big 12 Conference title game. Baylor and Oklahoma State in Arlington, 11 a.m. on ABC. Baylor, a five-point underdog. We all have Oklahoma State winning and covering. So we have consensus there. Uh, oh, yeah, Oklahoma State, I, mean, I mentioned it the other day, they allowed 33 points to Oklahoma. But that's the only time all season they've allowed more than 24. Uh, I think they play just – I think their defense is too good. I, I think they win the game on uh, on Saturday. Somebody asked this real quick. Memphis Rebel says, if Levy left Ole Miss to be a head coach, what job would make the most sense for him? ULL. I mean, in a perfect world, it's ULL. Yeah. Because it has the most stability and roster management yeah. and all that where he could turn that into something. Uh, I will tell you that I've heard rumblings on Jeff's name for the OC job at LSU today. Really? Yeah. See, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I don't know that's, what, that's not I don't know what connection he would have with, with Brian Kelly. No idea. But did hear that today. I mean, I did read a story this week where Matt Corral was basically uh, Max Johnson for most of the season. So, Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. there you go. Yeah. Uh, makes sense now. Uh, the MAC championship game in Detroit, 11 a.m. on ESPN. We got Kent State, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over Northern Illinois. I've got Kent State winning and covering easily. Uh, Chase. Did you look this up at all? Uh, not really. Chase, but no, whoa, 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 whoa. that means you did. I mean, a I, little bit. I looked at it. I literally know nothing yeah. about either one of those two teams. Well, so. you and Jeffrey and uh, oh, I'm on Jeffrey's team and Brian. Oh, <laughs> yeah, lock. Y'all all have Northern Illinois. Yeah. Good luck, big boy. Winning and covering. Right. I've got Kent State uh, covering the line. Two and a half points there in that big contest. Uh, two p.m. game. It's the uh, Mountain. Is it Mountain West? I guess this is what this is. That's that what is I wrote. Mountain West. If it's Utah State, it's Mountain yeah. West. Utah State and uh, San Diego State out in Carson, California. Two o'clock game on Fox. Uh, Utah State's a five-point dog against uh, the Aztecs. I have number nine, San Diego State. It should be number nineteen. It's a typo. I've got San Diego State winning and covering. You've got Utah State winning. Mm-hmm. And then Jeffrey and Brian both have uh, San Diego State winning and covering the line. So you're just you're just being partial to your buddy John Hartwell. 
Well, I mean, we like Eric Winter too. San Diego State alum. We we know people at both schools. That's true. Yeah, we we, true. we have we have allegiances here. Yeah. Nobody even laughed at my Alabama Auburn. My Alabama Georgia. No one's laughed at the caption yet, and I thought it was funny. I actually worried about it at the time. I haven't read it. Okay. I, I did not look yeah, at the cut lines. Uh, Appalachian State and ULL. It's the Sun Belt Conference Championship game, two thirty on Saturday. ESPN. Uh, App State's a two and a half point favorite. Yeah, in Lafayette, we all have ULL winning and uh, and covering. I've got it fairly close. The rest of you kind of have it as a ten to fourteen point blowout. Yeah, that's one of those deals where I didn't really care about the score. It was just uh, just kidding. I, I do want to look at App State's schedule a little bit though. While you're doing that, I'm kind of curious. Got the SEC championship game at three on. Uh, CBS, a game that if you're an Ole Miss fan, you're you're watching for a number of reasons. It could impact your your bowl destination. Georgia is a six and a half point favorite over Alabama. Uh, we've all, I think, oh wow, I look at Alabama you! To win a football game. Look at what? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that? Whoa! Before. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? I mean, look. Here's the deal. I was doing it last night, and I went okay. I've sucked all year. So, <laughs> you know what? Everybody wants to fade whatever. I'm either going to be able to brag on Monday and go, no, I call that, or I'm going to go, see, I suck. You fade me. You win, you, you win picks, you win money. That's what you do. One you, or the other. You have hit the point where you you got nothing to lose. Yeah, whatever. Right, right. You're thir- try to grab you're one. 13 back, yeah. Bring up the kids from the it, it, minors. It's winning time. we got to go if happens. we're going. Yeah. All right, so everybody else has, uh, everybody else has Georgia winning and covering. Do you worry at all about the fact of competition with Georgia? Sure. I mean, the eye test is just so damn good. I just know what I've seen from Alabama the last two weeks. Well, yeah, it's 100% to that. Now, they're going to play better than they played against Auburn. I would hope. They're in trouble if they don't. From a straight execution standpoint. They better. Yeah. The AAC championship game in Cincinnati. It's Houston and Cincinnati. Houston, a 10.5-point favorite. I think we're all kind of on the same page here. Brian's got Cincy winning and covering. The rest of us have Cincy winning a close game, but not covering that line. I think I had Houston winning. Did I have Cincinnati Wait, winning? I, I, I'm stunned here. Yes, you have you have Houston winning the game, 31 to yeah, 30. Thank you. Yes, Jeffrey and I both. I've got Cincy by four. Jeffrey has Cincy by seven. I'm calling for just like a really. I'm, I'm just we're just going for chaos this weekend. Yeah, Bama beats Georgia. Alabama's yep. first time uh, being an underdog by a touchdown since 2008. By the way, is that right? Mm-hmm. How about that? SEC championship against Florida, no eight. The last time they were an underdog in the state of Georgia, by the way, um, they won like thirty-eight to ten. So. We got the Big Twelve. I'm sorry, Big Ten championship game. Uh, Michigan and uh, God's team, the Iowa Hawkeyes, they get together at uh, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, seven o'clock on Fox. Uh, Michigan's a ten and a half point favorite. We all have Michigan winning somewhere between 14 and 17 points. I just, as much as I want Iowa to win the game, I just don't think Iowa offensively can score on Michigan's defense, and I think ultimately the game gets away. I wrote this. Iowa is kind of Michigan light. Like, they're just a little bit, they're a less talented version. Yeah. The both teams are going to try to bludgeon you, but Michigan has, has, has bigger ammunition to do it with. Um, it, 
it, it's a tall task for Iowa. Uh, it, I do think that if you told me there was some crazy upset, I do think it's Alabama over Georgia, not Iowa over Michigan. All right. We got uh, the ACC championship game. Another game probably has some impact with Ole Miss. It's uh, Pitt and Wake Forest in Charlotte, 7 o'clock on ABC. Pittsburgh, a three-point favorite chase over, uh, over Wake Forest. I've got Pitt winning. Uh, Jeffrey has Pitt winning. Brian has Pitt winning. You're either going to completely fall out of this or you're going to make up some serious ground. Wake, uh, it's either over or I'm ahead of you at the end of the week, yeah. one or the other. The birthday boy has uh, Wake beating Pittsburgh 45-38. to 38. I, I've actually watched a couple of those teams. I mean, Wake's pretty good offensively. They do some nice things. Dave Clawson's a better coach. Pickett's good. Pitt's fine. I, Pitt has not done anything to overly impress me this season. Like, I, I thought the day they played Tennessee, it was Tennessee kind of screwing it up as much as anything else. I thought that was kind of before Tennessee found some momentum and the ability to win um, in that game. And then the last game, which has no championships I, I, at all. I, I, I put it in just because it was a game. Uh, USC travels to Berkeley. To play Cal, it's a 10 o'clock game on FS1. There's no way I'm awake for this football No, game. no chance. USC is a uh, four-point underdog at Cal, and we all went with the Bears to win and cover. Sure. There you go. So that's Neil's picks. You're up to date. You now can go out and go to Do bet. whatever you want with that. Go to bet.brothrow.com backslash MPW and go make money. Fade us. Ride with Jeffries. Having a pretty good year. Listen to the uh, Butcher versus Spin Instructor. Greg Jones having a huge year. He's like 30 games over 500. Is he really? Yeah, it's almost unfair. Um, App State is 10 and 2, by the way. Um, so I mean, no no slouch and there there are two losses. Now they've already played ULL and got beat 41 to 13. So the Cajuns beat them 41 to 13 yeah. earlier in the year yeah. in Lafayette. Popped them. And then they lost 25 to 23 against Miami on a game that you and I actually watched and they should have won. They really screwed that up there at the end against the Hurricanes. Someone says, what scenario gets Ole Miss to the Fiesta? If you listen to the podcast today, you know. It's just the Fiesta deciding that that, that, that it's, it's actually the committee deciding that's the matchup they want and that's the place that they want to put them. It's like Ole Miss and – Michigan State or Ole Miss and Notre Dame or something like that, and they decide that's the matchup they want, and they decide to put them in Fiesta. It literally takes nothing more than somebody being really strong opinionated in that room. And just doing it, yeah. Because most people don't freaking care in the room. No. <clears throat> um, had Manny lost to App State, he'd be fired right now. Probably so. Probably true. Yeah. And he might, he might be fired right now. You think, though, your your gun to head is that Cristobal dictates whether Manny's fired or not. Yes. Uh, Casey Smith, thanks for the super chat. He says, forget records. How would you rank the top four based on who you think is best right now? Okay, do what? How would you rank the top four based on who you think is the best right now? Who would you put as your top four teams right now? I mean, Georgia won. Yeah. Michigan, too. I think so. They deserve it. Um, I, I'm tempted to say Oklahoma I'm, State. I'm, I was going to say Oklahoma State three. Um, 
It's not Alabama. It's not. It's Oklahoma State three, and then it's... It can't be Notre Dame because Cincinnati beat Notre Dame at Notre Dame. But it's not Cincinnati. But it's not Cincinnati. Because there's like five teams I like better than Cincinnati. And it can't be Baylor because they're going to lose to Oklahoma State. I mean, this is going to sound crazy. Is it still Ohio State? Maybe. I trust them more than other teams. Because the truth is, there's only one team in the country that I think could have gone to Ann Arbor last week and won that game. And I'm not sure they would have done it. Ohio State and Georgia. Well, oh, because I was saying, didn't you're saying Georgia might have been the only team that would win in that state maybe. on that day? Yeah, on that day, because they were geeked. and those elements as geeked as they were. Yeah. Now Georgia's kind of built for that a little bit, but yeah. Well, we think we think who've they played? Yeah, they played Auburn. But they, they played Arkansas out. They have no. They it's not just beating them. They don't score. No, no. They. I yeah, mean, no, they, it, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> probably still Ohio State. I think that's my answer. I do. I, I think that's it. Uh, Creighton leads one nothing in the in the match. It's ten to nine. Creighton in game in mat, yeah. game two set two. Yeah, I'm not exactly a volleyball expert. They look a little better than Ole Miss so far, just from what little we've kind of scanned over here. Yeah, I can't begin. Someone's to say hurt. That. Yeah, someone is hurt. Is it? Creighton? Looks like it's a girl from Creighton. Is it? Yep. Hope she's okay. All right, let's see. I'll open up phones. I had to reset that, so it's... I had to reset down. a lot today. Yeah, I had to reset a lot. Speaking of, there's a mind on my money brought to you by Pinnacle. That's up uh, on where you listen to podcasts. We've got... Uh, Tyler Siski show on our YouTube, his picks. He's had a good year. Yeah. Well, I mean, he knows football. Yeah. yeah. Should have been like stealing his stuff all, all year, frankly, but sure. Do what? Stealing his picks all, all year. Yeah. Sure. Well, the thought crossed my mind at <laughs> one, one point. I'm just going to ride him. All right, I'm looking for the graphic. Hold on. Okay, here we go. All right, so there's the number you guys can call if you'd like, 662-259-0991. Hey, who do we have? What's going on, guys? Tommy from Oxford. Hey, Tommy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are y'all guys doing tonight? Oh, we're good. We're good. I'm gonna uh I'm gonna let you talk to Chase here for a second. I'm I'm gonna go grab something real quick if that's okay. Sure. That's fine with me. <laughs> Happy birthday, Chase. Thank you. Appreciate that. You uh you home this week? Where it, you at? I'm actually in Illinois. Is is today actually your birthday? It actually is my birthday today. That okay. is that, that is that it's is your correct. birthday every day. <laughs> yeah, but today's real. That's that that's correct. Oh, Happy birthday for real. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm in Illinois tonight. So you stopped for the day? I don't think I'm going to make it in this weekend. Okay. Where are you headed? I'm going down here to East St. Louis, and uh, I've got to go to South Carolina with that load. Gotcha. What part of South Carolina? Yeah. Somerville. 
Where's that? And uh, I honestly haven't even looked at it on the map yet. Okay. <laughs> I got you. I, I'm guessing somewhere central South Carolina. I'm not sure. What bowl are you wanting, Tommy? I would love to have Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl. That appears to be the thought. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's kind of what I was thinking, too. I mean, if you get to perfect world, do this thing, I, I think Notre Dame and the Fiesta makes the most sense in the world for Ole Miss. It's it's the high-profile game. It's tons of ratings. It's fun. It's some. Uh, it's something different. I, th- I think that's, that's, that, that's one of those deals, too. I mean, I feel like it just from a straight all the way around, Notre Dame and the Fiesta is the number one cho- choice. Sugar against some Big 12 team is number two, and then – or I'll put it this way, just Ole Miss-Notre Dame. I mean, like, as, as Gary Stokin said, it's possible that Ole Miss and Notre Dame would play in the Peach Bowl even. There's no guarantee. It's all at large. But it just doesn't make sense to me, given the size of those fan bases, that they make Pitt or Wake Forest go all the way out to Phoenix. Right. And I think, I mean, and if, uh, is PlayStation still doing the Fiesta Bowl? Uh, I don't know. Is that, is that who it is now? I know, because last year uh, all the guys got uh, PlayStation 5s. Well, that, that's a pretty good gift, then. Yeah, that's that's what uh, uh some of them were complaining about. Like, oh man, you telling me the festival got PlayStation Five? <laughs> yeah, that would that would be awesome. I uh, if Ole Miss did take care of uh, business in the uh, bowl game pretty good, what do you think your highest they would finish in the season rankings? Oh, the rankings. Um, fifth. I think you can get to five. I don't know that they will knock any of the top four out of the top four for losing a playoff game. So I think five is your right. ceiling, is my guess. That's what I was thinking, fifth or sixth. And yes, Tommy, it is the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. So yeah, I mean, I'd love to go there. I'd let, let the guys get PlayStation 5s. They might get PlayStation 5s at, at the other games too, though. The, the, the New Year's 6 packages for players are pretty they're strong. Pretty sweet. Yeah, they're pretty strong. Yeah, yeah. They better than, like, the binoculars and the phone chargers that that are, that are in, like, Shreveport or whatever yeah, it is. For sure. Well, like, you know, even for the media in the Sugar Bowl year, they, like, kept handing out media gifts as the week went on. Oh, really? Like, the longer you were there, the more stuff you got. I didn't get anything. Did you not? I was there all week. You didn't go to the right places then. Because, seriously, like, the first day we got there, well, I mean, the backpacks were day one. I'm still using it. I have it beside me. And then, like, two or three days later, it was, like, tons of other stuff. Like and then, what? like, a couple days later. Like, I, what'd you get? I mean, I don't remember now. But binoculars well, were part it. of it. That's what made me think of it. It was binoculars. Uh-huh. It was tons of those little um, the little portable charger things that you plug the cord into that charges your phone on the go. It was, yeah. like, a bunch of those things. Um, just I stuff. didn't get jacked. Yeah, just stuff. I don't remember exactly, but, yeah. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, you know, we, we kept getting backpacks every freaking year. Yeah, like backpacks became a thing. I mean, I, I I've got more freaking backpacks from bowl games. I still got a a Fiesta Bowl uh, duffel bag from two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah. The oldest thing I have is a really is a really thin windbreaker from the Cotton Bowl in 08. I didn't like get a, a windbreaker Navy. either. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get anything. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I've never gotten a windbreaker. That's so. That sucks. You got the Cotton Bowl backpack. It was like that yeah, weird little I, thing. I got, I got the Cotton Bowl backpack. Yeah, I did get that. Yeah. 
Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, you're right. Anything. What's that? I was going to say, yeah, you're right. Though. I mean, Notre Dame is the best opponent for all reasons. I mean, just for storylines or anything else. I'm tired of playing the Big 12. Well, when we get to these big games, I'm tired of playing the Well, I will say that. I, I would rather Ole Miss play Pitt or Wake than play Oklahoma State again. I'm so sick of yeah. Ole Miss playing Oklahoma State in something. Yes, I am too. It's just, I mean, it's just the same story, different year, you know? Although I don't really know how they would do that because I think if Oklahoma State lost, Baylor would jump them and they couldn't get in the playoff. So Oklahoma State's either right. in the playoff, I think, or they would not be the highest ranked Big 12 team and it would be Baylor. Oh, okay. So then Baylor would go to the Sugar Bowl and Oklahoma State uh, would do whatever. I think you're else. right. You know, if Oklahoma State wins, I didn't really think about this. If Oklahoma State wins, they could jump all the way to three, and then Cincinnati could still sit at four, in your opinion. So you set up a Georgia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State, Michigan, if it goes scratch. Yeah, I think so. Is that what we're doing? I think so. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I think the way it lines up, I mean, Notre Dame are like, Michigan State or Ohio State or somebody like that, if we played them, it just, you know, it would be something for Ole Miss to gain. I mean, with, like, Wake Forest or Pitt, I mean, that just seemed, to me, would just seem like a flat game. I mean, Ole Miss could, you know, I don't know, lose some credibility by losing that game but not really gain anything by winning that game. And then Oklahoma State or Baylor, I mean, like I said, just same story, different year with that, you know. Do you put any importance? You get to play one of those national powers like that, Notre Dame, Ohio State, somebody like that. I mean, it just, I mean, that, that, that just, if you win that game, it just takes your program to another level. Uh, somebody asked this. Yes, Ole Miss was supposed to uh, play Baylor, I think, last year. It was 2020. Oh, yeah, that was the yeah, game that, that got canceled. The opener, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, that's right. In that's Houston. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay. Well, thank God, thank God night, that man. didn't happen. Think of the lives that were saved. I mean, <laughs> sorry. All right, Tommy, thanks for the call. All right, y'all have a good night. More important, to win the bowl game or to win 11 games in a season? 11 games in a season. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, who do we have? Hey, it's Corey from Amory. First time, long time. My device is down. What's up, Corey? You headed to Hattiesburg to cheer on the Panthers? I am not. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I, I am going to cheer on the Panthers, but okay. I will not be in Hattiesburg. I will not. No, All right. Not. All right. Uh, got cars in sale, baby. Yeah, I hear you. What's going on? Nothing. What are y'all doing? Uh, we're watching volleyball. We're watching Saints Cowboys. I mean, we're living the dream, Corey. Hey, we got a lot score? going on. Uh, I don't even know. What is it's the no score? No score. Okay. No score. Okay. Late first. Okay. Well, good. Tyson's doing his thing, I guess. That's doing his uh, thing. No score. That's right. Hundred <laughs> percent. Exactly right. uh, so, uh, I got a text today that said, uh, "So is Lane going to the Dolphins?" And before I immediately just discounted it, I got on the the. Uh, you know, I'm a loyal Rebel Grove you subscriber. Are. I, and I didn't see anything on the first page from Neil or you that said breaking Lane Kiffin Dolphins talk or anything like that. Um, is there anything? I don't even know if the Dolphins are hiring. Um, was that a bad game of telephone where they were confusing Miami that hurricanes? Is correct. That's Miami correct. Dolphins? 
Yes, that's correct. They, they, someone, someone was badly confused. I wouldn't think the Dolphins are making a move, and if the Dolphins did make a move, I don't think Lane Kiffin would be their guy. Well, you know, I just kind of, I, I just, I just uh, brushed it off and, and and text back and said, "Man, I don't know. You know, if they can get that kind of money, go for it." That's just kind of what I said. I, I didn't, but, but, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know, man. It's 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 silly season right now. All right, well, uh, all right, along those lines, I'm gonna ask you and Chase at the same time. Chase does not know this is coming. Okay. If someone told you that. Dabo Swinney was a legitimate candidate at Oklahoma. Would you buy or sell? Would you even think about buying? That's a no for me, dog. I I think he's done what he's done where he's at and couldn't do it anywhere else. That's just me spitball. I don't I I don't know that that works anywhere else. I think he only leaves for Alabama if he ever leaves and goes somewhere. And I don't think he leaves for Alabama right after Saban leaves. I think he would leave for Alabama. I think he'd be the guy behind the guy. Uh, I don't know. Th- I don't know that anybody. They talk about Lincoln. I mean, not wanting that smoke. I, d- I don't want that smoke behind behind Saban. I don't want to be the guy behind Saban. I don't think anybody does. Uh, I can't. I can't see it. I, I can't see Dabo leaving Clemson to go to anywhere else. Besides Alabama, second. You know, why would you go to Oklahoma when it has less infrastructure in place to compete and going to a more difficult league? I, I love What's how the we couch these infrastructure words, stuff like that. Like, like uh, <laughs> when, 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 when I, can, I can say this, and you can't say this, but why, why would you go to Oklahoma when you have less money available black market to players than they do? At well, but let's play this game for a minute. Uh huh. The. Uh, the era of Clemson domination certainly was established at a time when Georgia was not doing what Georgia is doing today. Right, right. Not, and South Carolina wasn't doing what they're doing today. But, but primarily Georgia. Yeah, and Tennessee. And so is it possible that some of some of the area where, where uh, Clemson was able to, to build its brand is no longer available to them, that, that they're getting, you know – we're talking about how Georgia chokes out teams on the field. Is it possible that Georgia's choking out teams on the recruiting trail? Maybe, but uh, let me let me ask you a question. You didn't know this was coming. If you were the AD at Oklahoma, would you hire Dabo? If he wanted the job, yes. Yeah, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't see it, man. I mean, I know, I get he's won national championships, but it just seems, it seems so school-specific, scenario-specific that – Specific. I, I just don't because he does what he does. Like, what's his specialty? His specialty is program building and putting a staff together that knows how to recruit and 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 coach. And he lets them do their thing, and he stays out of the way. He is he so, is so a he's CEO. Ed Orgeron. Uh, well, and a much more charismatic Ed Orgeron. I mean, I know Ed's your friend, but but. Much. What I mean, what, I, what I'm getting at is Ed won a national championship with with all these great coaches under him, right? Yeah. And Dabo, nobody's ever accused Dabo of being like this great coach. He just he's got Venables and he's got all these OCs that were under him before, right? I mean, yeah. Am I wrong? I'm asking. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't know if you're well, Oklahoma and Dabo Sweeney wanted your job and you could make it work. I don't. I don't know how you could justify not hiring him. 
is that something out there, or was this just a? Uh, it's 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 out there a little bit. There's something weird with the Oklahoma job in the last couple of days. Everyone talked about Venables, 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 and then it became Kinda obvious. Odd. It became obvious that it's probably not Venables. There's a segment what, that is waiting on Dan Lanning, but that's kind of boring. Did, 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 wasn't that an ugly divorce when Venables left Oklahoma? Yeah, he kind of got ran out of there. Yeah, so I thought. Yeah, because they were talking about today, if he could get the job, he'd forget about that pretty dang quickly. Oh, well, hell yeah. It'd be I all right. See, this Dan Lanning thing, and Dan Lanning might end up being a great coach somewhere. But but Dan Lanning getting hired because of what Georgia's doing on defense is is showing if, if Oklahoma does that, and that's the reason they hired Dan Lanning, then I know that Oklahoma's in trouble coming to the SEC because that's not why they're winning. That's not how well, they look, got I mean, that defense. Seriously, Dan Lanning's experience. Okay. George offensive – I mean, sorry, outside linebackers coach, Memphis inside linebackers coach, Alabama GA, Sam Houston State defensive backs coach, Arizona State recruiting coordinator, Arizona State GA, Pittsburgh GA. Where'd he play? Where's he That's from? That's it. William Jewell. Where the hell's that? Now, you're talking to the same guy who at one time wanted Pete Golden to be the head coach, and uh, that that the, 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 the shines off that nickel, too. Liberty, Missouri. Uh, oh, wow. Well, okay. it, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I can't remember what show I was listening to earlier today. It was, it was on the MPW Digital Network of 27 shows we got going, and y'all are killing it. But I, I think it, I think it was on uh, Rippy's show, and whoever was was with him, I can't remember who was. But he was like, "We don't know how this is going to go. We we all thought that this was a joke, and it ended up being great. We all thought that this was a home run, and it ended up being awful. Like, we don't sure, know how no, of course not, of course not." I mean, everybody thought, you know, uh, Sam Pittman would be a disaster, and it's been anything but. Um, everybody thought that um, Hypel at Tennessee probably wouldn't work, and it appears to work. Ed Orgeron won a national championship. I know, I know, I know. He got fired, he, but he was the head coach of a football team that won a national. Championship. Yeah, and everybody says Jimbo Fisher this, Jimbo Fisher that, and they just went eight and four and lost four SEC West games. That that's the one that I sit around at coffee and go. You think you've got it bad? You're paying a guy is it ten million a year. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Ish. To lose to the Mississippi schools, Arkansas, and the worst LSU team in a decade this year. Yeah. It's in the DNA over there, Corey. It just is. They just you can't know, get you know, it done. I hate to admit that I've never been over there. I have. I have never gone to a game. And and the more y'all talk, the more I'm never going to go to. A they game. should win. There's just something. And until they prove me wrong, I'm sticking by it. There's just something about that place they can't get out of their own way. Crazy. Some bad juju like, or something. Somebody uh somebody asked me one time they or somebody told me one time said so Texas A and M's coming and and uh you know what that is don't you. And I said, no, he's like, it's like Mississippi State folks with good credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take care. Yeah, you too, yeah. buddy. Bye. Okay. <laughs> uh, Creighton just won the second. Uh, 25 to 15. Two. Yeah, so they're rolling. Ole Miss is going to have to really get it, get it going. 
This is you lose one match and you're out, right? I assume. Turn, yeah, I assume. Hey, who do we have? Uh, this is Rodney. Hey, Rodney. People were just asking about you in the thread. How you been? Uh, pretty good. How y'all make it? Oh, I've been having phone issues the last month or so. Oh, uh, we're good. What's going on? Oh, uh, well. First of all, happy birthday, Chase. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I want to say if y'all uh, agree with this. Uh, I was talking to some of my old Miss guys up here, Ripley. Uh, so, well, some of them was bitching about they wish we would won that game at Auburn, be eleven and one, be in the playoff talk. But I reminded them, and they know this. I think that was our most injured time of the season at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Plus, we had two balls in the air, one against Arkansas, and then one at Tennessee. That we could have lost both of those games. That is correct. So ten and two is great, and I'll take it any year. What do y'all think? I know y'all. Don't oh, I think ten and two is probably one ahead of the Pythagorean. If you, oh yeah, did that. If you, if, did. You, if you did straight stats without scores, I would say nine and three probably a little closer than ten and two. I yeah. think they got away with one game. Yeah. Because they went two and zero in those two games with the ball in the air on the on the last. Where play. typically you would go one and one. Yeah, yeah I yeah. mean statistically at least. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I see what you're saying there, but uh, the Auburn game. I mean, I just I, all three of our top receivers were out, right? Uh, if I remember, right? Drummond got hurt during the game. Two were out, and Drummond pulled his hamstring in the second quarter, and, and really did and not. And then Corral return. got hurt uh, late first or early second. in that game. Yeah. Well, he couldn't but, move uh, even when he came back. Uh, as far as uh, the bowl game, I, I think I'd like to go to Fiesta Bowl this year. Just because we've never been out there. And uh, I'm going to get off here. But, Chase, I was going to ask you one thing. Uh-huh. I know, I know you kept up probably from high school football. Back when I was in school, I don't remember – Caledonia ever winning any games, and they was one game away from Jackson. I can't believe that's unreal. You know, it's funny you said that, actually, Rodney, in all seriousness. I Somebody mentioned that to me a couple of days ago that they were in the North Half Finals, and it did. It, it kind of amazed me because, I mean, we sucked in high school, and we almost beat Caledonia most years or did beat Caledonia. I mean, they, they were awful. Um, I don't know what they've done. I don't know if they've had a bunch of guys transfer in or what over the years or how they've changed, but – yeah, that, that it, it is funny you said that. It, so you're it, saying it Caledonia got their network going? They did something. It's all they did it, it's all because Caledonia and they only lost by seven to Senatobia, and Senatobia's a heck of a program. And then in the second round or the round before they beat Louisville by twenty points. And Louisville is always was good. the number one team yeah. in four A, I think. Yeah, they've always been good. Unreal. But anyway, Thank y'all. Y'all have yeah. I, I've had uh, trouble with my phone. I think I got it worked out now. Oh, good. Appreciate it, bud. All right, y'all have a good one. You too, Rodney. He does sound like Roy D. Mercer. He kind of does, doesn't he? How big a boy are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Phoenix is pretty nice this time of year, Barry. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it would be this would be a fun time to go to Phoenix. Has come a long way though when we're contemplating people being upset about going to the Peach Bowl. 
I mean, yeah, well, yeah. High class problem you got here, guys. Yeah, some people need to kind of <laughs> take a deep breath on that. I mean, in, I mean, seriously, we've done this before. But in nineteen, when the piss and miss is going on, I said, "Hey, don't worry. In twenty four months, you're going to the Peach Bowl as a ten and two team ranked yeah. eighth in the country." Yeah, everybody going, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what the hell just happened?" Yeah. yeah, can you imagine the football guys that dropped in and said that? <laughs> I'm gonna need a lot of explanation. Yeah, someone said, "I mean, no, how? No, it's 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 a remarkable turnaround." Yeah. Probably one of the reasons that Steve's not exactly pleased with. He's had a bad week. Had a bad week. That did not go how he thought it was going to go last week. Well, he told people they'd be down for ten years. They weren't. I mean, but Blake, I guess the thing you don't really—it's not even you don't deserve better than the Peach. The Peach is equal to the rest of them. The unlucky thing for fans is that the Orange Bowl is a playoff game. Yeah. Because if the Orange Bowl wasn't a playoff game this year, then Pitt or Wake would be going to Miami and would be the hell away from you. And you'd get a different matchup. Yeah, you would get Michigan State or Notre Dame or Ohio State or one of those things guaranteed. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Steven Greenville. Hey, Steve. Hey, Neil, you said you like South Park. Yeah. You ought to uh, check out Cannibal the Musical. Cannibal? Cannibal the Musical. Okay. Trey Parker, Matt Stone's first movie. All right. I'll have to check that out. All right, and uh, I'm surprised y'all haven't mentioned the new coach at uh, Jacksonville State. Oh, Rich Rod? Rich Rod, yeah. He parlayed a great year at ULM into a head job. Hey, has anyone gotten the Fresno State job yet? Having a clue. Didn't know it was open. I don't think so. They just hired the guy at Washington. The Fresno guy's headed to Washington. Well, I'm going to throw a name out here that I I heard today interviewed for it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I actually heard this from two different people. I heard Trent Dilfer interviewed for that job. Really? Yeah. So if Trent Dilfer gets the the uh, Fresno State job, can I get credit like on Twitter or something? He's currently a high school coach. Yeah. Trent Dilfer went to Fresno. I think. Okay. That's an. Hey, uh, one more uh, quick thing. You're good. I was I was listening to uh, the local ESPN station down here in Jackson. And uh, the the guy in the afternoon referred to uh, Jeffrey as the Bo Bounds of Memphis. <laughs> really? Yeah. But what time was that? Because I'd love to, love to get a tape of that. <laughs> <laughs> that won't at all be played at a he Christmas party or anything. Or something. <laughs> I I don't I don't know how in the world you could compare the two people. One's a One's a total joke, and one's worked his ass off to get where he is. That's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jeffrey's really good. I don't, I don't think people fully appreciate how good he is to be able to go from sport to sport as seamlessly as he does, and uh, in, in the entertaining way that he does, and 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 have the level of information that he does when you're having to keep up with college football, college basketball, the way you do in that market, and the NBA. No, I mean I there aren't. I mean, I got, I got to tell you now, there aren't a lot of people, present company included, who could pull that off. So, who were you listening to today? It was the uh, guy in the afternoon. Uh, okay. I don't know his name. I don't usually listen to him, but I flipped it over there, and he he said he quoted something Jeffrey had said, and the guy at the other end said, "Who?" And the guy said, "Oh, he's he's the Bo Bounds of Memphis." Okay. So he probably. <laughs> Yeah. 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 
But all right. All right. Y'all have a good night. Uh, you too. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> he probably meant it as a compliment in that market because he works at the same station. Well, that's a good point. I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. But no. Oh, that'd be funny. So someone said that they're about to hire Tedford again? Really? I don't know. I'm I'm reading the thread. That feels a little lazy, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, Will Burns says they're fixing to hire Jeff Tedford again. I did forget Jack State. It was actually was moving up. So yeah, I mean that's a that's a that's eh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. They're going to see USA. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is uh, Corbin in New Orleans. Hey, Corbin. Corbin, what's up? How's it going, guys? Chase got to got to appreciate the Tulane hat. Thank I'm you. a second year law student at Tulane oh, now, cool. so roll wave. Uh, so we've been talking about the Peach Bowl, and you know I, I agree with y'all that the Peach Bowl is you know you know what was it 24 months ago we would have died for that, but I you know there's a lot of slander against New Orleans in the in the uh, on the chat or not the chat the uh, on the message board during the Auburn game last week, and all I gotta say is that I, you know, the game isn't being played in Buckhead. You know, it's not being played in a nice part of Atlanta. It's downtown. And uh, New Orleans is just a far superior city. So, I mean, the people that are wishing the Peach Bowl over the Sugar Bowl, shame on you. Well, there are very few of those say. people. That's not been a that's not been much of a concern for our uh, our folks. People want to go to New Orleans. They want to go to Phoenix first because it's different and it's whatever and whatever. But New Orleans has been a pretty safe number two ahead of Atlanta um, for – for familiarity reasons, because they've been to Atlanta so much, and it's just yeah, I mean Atlanta's. You ever been to Phoenix? No. Have oh well, yeah, I did. I went uh, 07 baseball. Oh okay. Yeah, when the Ole Miss played Arizona State in a Super Regional. Yeah, I Tempe. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Yeah, I like I like Phoenix. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy with going to Phoenix. I mean, I'm I mean, rooting New for New Orleans over Atlanta. For sure. Yeah. Well, what what sucks is the last time we played in in the Sugar Bowl, I was in high school still. And we were going to go, but then, of course, my cousin had to marry an LSU grad, and my little sister had to be in the wedding. So during the wedding, and it was a wedding on New Year's, of course, of all the times you get married. So, uh, yeah, I got to spend the Sugar Bowl at a church. You know, that's fun. So hopefully we get to actually go to the Sugar Bowl this year. But, you know, fingers crossed, roll tide. Well, of course you are. I mean, I picked Alabama. It's a, it's a lock now. It's a guarantee. It's, it's, it's just my, my, I put my hands on them. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We're all good. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> I appreciate it, guys. All right. Later. Thanks, Corbin. Bye. Um, little, just, I mean, interesting tidbit here. I've seen this in a press release. Ashley Orcus, the uh, Ole Miss goalkeeper, Ole Miss's first ever first team All American in soccer. Um, oh, is that right? Yeah, so she's named the top goalkeeper in the oh, country. Oh, congratulations to her. Yeah. I haven't been to Phoenix since, I guess, since I worked at the Mobile Register. You went for like spring training? So I would go for spring training went several times. Once out there, I was out there for a long time because they sent me out for. Um, Spring training and then Alabama basketball made the Sweet 16 out there, and so I stayed. I was there for – feels like I was there for like 10 days. Really? Yeah, I was there for a long time. Stayed in 
Peoria for a while, and then I was in downtown Phoenix for a little bit. I know nobody cared. I have no idea why I shared that story. There's no interest. There's could not be one person interested in that anecdote. But I didn't stay in Tempe. I stayed in Phoenix or close to it, somewhere out there, somewhere. So when I covered the Fiesta Bowl, we stayed in Tempe, but the game was played back then at Sun Devil Stadium. So the game was played in Tempe. I actually could walk from the hotel to the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah. I remember it being like one twelve and one fifteen at first pitch the both days. Mm. Pretty hot. It was. It was awfully pleasant. Late December, early January. Yeah, it was dry heat. Huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I need to put the number back up. People can see it. There it is. Actually, I say I think I stayed in Scottsdale. No, did I say that? I don't know. Whatever. We talked about doing the Grand Canyon trip when we were there, but we didn't do it. So I think at the time there was like some talk about there was weather up around the Grand Canyon, and I was worried about getting back. Um, Grind asking what Ole Miss needed to get the sugar. Yeah, it, had Auburn beaten Alabama, Ole Miss would have been in the Sugar Bowl, and it'd be done right be now. Be done. Finished. There's yeah. nothing that could have changed that. Well, I mean, I take that back. I guess Alabama could have then turned around and beat Georgia and moved back ahead of Ole Miss. But yeah. yeah. Hey, who do we have? This is Cole from Houston. What's up, Cole, Cole, what's up? That's a must. What are y'all? What are y'all drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking uh, a water. <laughs> From great no. value, purified drinking water. This shows you're still a little under the weather. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. First time That's in a right. while. I've got you under the weather. Well, Chase, you uh you brought back some some tough memories of the uh the super regional. Do you think Mike made the right move by leaving the starter in or should he put it in the closer? Um for yeah, for anybody who does most people well, most people not me because I'm an idiot, uh that doesn't recall this. Uh Ole Miss was up. Two to one, I think, uh, in the ninth inning of game one in the 07 Super Regional against Arizona State. Will Klein, they put him back in for the ninth. I'm fine with starting it, but I would have. Uh, here's the problem is that in hindsight, everybody remembers Biddle from his really good seasons, but he was really bad in 07, and Satterwhite wasn't very good either. So they had a bad, they had no true closer to go to right there. So I understand leaving Will in. Like, I, I got why they did what they had to do. They had to win game one. I, I would have probably made a different decision, but I understand why Mike did that. That was not as cut and dried as maybe is remembered just because you remember the, the – the, not you specifically, but just the average person right. remembers the, the better versions of some of those guys at that moment. Because they really they, struggled they, late in games that year. Yeah, no, that, that is true. What about oh nine against Virginia, which you have – uh, waited to start Tom Rand's an elimination game, or would you have started him in, in game two? I would have thrown him in game three because I would have given him one more day of rest, and I would have wondered if that one more day of rest would have equaled six more outs. And it also would have given my guys more confidence in game two versus what they had in game three with Pomeranz already burned. If you know you've got Drew in game three, you're looser in game two when you play it versus when Drew loses in game two, you've got a weird deal in game three, and they never stood a chance. I think they got beat five to one. They, they were really never in the game. So, yeah, I, the two mistakes Mike made in that Virginia series were throwing Palm in two instead of three. And once go, the error happened with Button in the eighth, not going out and settling go forth down. He was a freshman. He was yeah. really freaked out. 
and there was nothing to kind of pause and let him catch his breath, and then the the who's kind of kind of rattled him and got on him from there. So. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fourteen year old Cole was a uh, was a uh, in a tough place that day. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I, I get it. I've got a buddy who's still very frustrated at Logan Power for not diving on the last play of the game for for the for the, for the ball. He's he, he's carried it with him like fifteen years now. Yeah. Thinks he would have gotten it. I said, uh, well, it just says, why don't you try? Yeah. What, what, what's the what's the problem? I mean, if it falls, it falls. You're losing the game on that play anyway. So, anyway, mm, makes some sense. Yeah. What, what's your outlook for the pitching staff? This this speaking of baseball, uh, what's your uh, the, outlook the, for pitching? The this transfers have got to be really good. I mean, I think this team goes as far as Gaddis and Washburn are productive starters. If if they're not, I have a hard time putting a rotation together. So I think both those guys have got a hit from the from the transfer portal. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm a little worried. It was like we we couldn't win with we had an automatic W with McKenzie and couldn't go to Omaha. And I know it's not as cut and dry. Cause every season's different. You don't, as you always said, we don't play the season in a vacuum. But it's hard to believe without McKenzie we're going to be any better. Yeah, they have to look like Arizona. They have to hit their way and get good enough pitching. That's the only real route there. To be fair, the Astros went to Game Six of the of the World Series with. Horrible starting pitching that couldn't get past the third inning. So yeah. anything's possible, but sure. yeah, it's not not exactly how you want. It. As an Astros fan uh, who was stressed every every out of the playoffs, that's uh, not the route you want to you plan to go down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Anyway, for the... y'all have a good night. Thanks, Cole. Let's go. Somebody's how it up coast the forty-two to three Peach Bowl differently. Really early curfews. Um, <laughs> that's the answer to that. You would have you would have done a bed check the night before. Yeah. I don't know how much of that I completely believe, but I believe enough of it. Look, Bo <laughs> said he was fine. He didn't say the team was fine. No. He was very careful about his answer that day. Yeah. Well, everybody was not fine. That was obvious. It was the perfect storm. Yeah. That and TCU was very sober and I, that morning. I'm not sure it would have mattered had Ole Miss been stone sober, but that can happen in bowl games. Yes. In fact, that's the key to predicting bowl games is deciding who cares. Well, that's a good point. I mean, because not everybody does. Uh, Cowboys up 10-7. Your Saints hanging in there. Give it a minute. And uh, Creighton up 13-8 to in set number three. So It's getting late early. Yeah, the end is near. Hell of a, hell of a turnaround, though. Oh, for sure. My uh, goodness. Well, they went one match last year? They went 1-19 last year. And they in, will finish the year 21-9. In the NCAA tournament, it's remarkable. She, yeah. she did an amazing job. Uh, Derek Diamond pitched the whole fall, so we'll see. But you don't have a lot of faith in that. I worry about it holding up over an entire spring season. Yeah. yeah. Phone lines open, 662-259-0991. I like the timing of the Sugar Bowl better than the timing of the Peach Bowl. You don't like that December 30th? I don't I don't mind that. It's from our standpoint, you got to leave so quick and get down there. And Oh, the 26th. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but what you don't know is... Ole Miss is so closed up, although the bowls kind of determine the coverage. Yeah. So we'd get we'd get some stuff. 
By the way, basketball, Ole Miss and Memphis, 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning at the Pavilion. ESPN2 is your TV for uh, for that game. Yeah, I'll have some coverage up tomorrow at rebelgrove.com. There's a press conference today. We talked to Kermit Davis, talked to uh, Austin Crowley, Matthew Morrell. Again, so. as we mentioned on the show this morning, Memphis coming off a loss to Georgia, and they have blown uh, two games in a row where they were 11.5-point favorites prior to uh, tip including a home loss against uh, Iowa State that was not particularly close. No, Iowa State's good. Yeah. And and but Georgia's not a top SEC team and maybe the worst SEC team. That was that was not a um that was not, not a inspiring well, game. It was not a well coached game by the Memphis Tigers, I'm just being honest. Speaking of Memphis radio, that probably did not go well today. Ooh, can you imagine? Oh, Brian Kelly tried to bring out a southern accent at the LSU basketball game? Ooh, don't do that. No, Pete, uh, Campbell is not dating Chance Campbell. <laughs> they've, they've not met one another. I haven't talked to Chance since uh, the Egg Bowl. I need to reach out to him. I figured I'd leave him alone this week. Let him recover. Yeah, Brian Kelly. I mean, the one of the things that is the uh, the, the the advice is be yourself. Don't do that. Oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, be no, no, no. Just yourself. be you. Be you. You can't pretend to be a South Louisianian in a day <clears throat> at all. Matt saying the uh, Iowa State went over Memphis was in Brooklyn, not at the uh, Forum. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, I think we're slightly insinuating that Penny is not a great bench coach. I think that's a fair assumption. Well, and their bench, even though their bench has Larry Brown on it, their bench looked awfully unorganized last night, just in general. They looked just scattered. I wasn't impressed. And, you know, Crean's a good coach. It was his 400th career win. Not everybody gets to 400 wins. He's a good coach. But that that, that those two teams, that shouldn't have happened. I mean, that – the Memphis team has a lot of talent on it. And, and Georgia's got some talent, but not like that. Oh, they're reviewing whether she touched the ball or something? I thought she hit it. Okay. Didn't you? I couldn't tell. Right there, I'd say no. Really? Yeah. Shoot. What? I'm a picture someone sent me. Hey, who do we have? Yo, it's Grind. What's up, Grind? How are you? Doing good, man. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you good. Okay, okay, okay. So what kind of so environment, good. real quick, Grind, let me start. What uh where where were you? Where'd you watch the, the Auburn Alabama game and how did we handle that last say forty five minutes of that thing? Okay, man. First off I'm gonna I'm gonna start by saying this, man. Uh huh. I got I gotta apologize to the Auburn family. I didn't wear my lucky shirt. That's on me, y'all. That's on me. What's the lucky shirt? I take down. Man, my lucky shirt is like a white. It's a white collar shirt. Okay. It's got the. It's got. It's re, it's made out of like the athletic silk. Okay. But it's got gray. It's got gray and orange stripes, and it's got the old school Auburn logo with the orange A and the eagle flying out of it. Yeah! 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 And so that's the shirt I wore down to LSU, 
and you know, I ain't, I ain't wear it again, you know, to another big game because I was like, no, nah, man. Well, I wore, I wore it the day we played Arkansas, but I ain't go to the Arkansas game. And then, so you know, day of the Iron Bowl, man, I was like, man, I ain't finna wear this damn shirt for their ass to, you know, mess up the luck. Like we finna get blown out. So you know, I ain't even, like, man, this is my whole thing. I went down to the game, sat in my section. I was like, you know what? Well, I'm down there in Auburn. I was like, you know what, man? I'm finna go ahead and get drunk because I. I expect the worst, but if I'm drunk, you know, I'd be in there hoping for the best. I'd be, you know, a little life to the section. And so she – You're losing? Yeah. Did your car just go over the bridge? Hey, Gron, hang up and call us right back. Literally just hang up and call us back. It was so good. He was so good. It, it was it sounded great. like he went over the bridge and down into the water, like into the into the the bay. Hope he's all right. Hope he didn't go over. Uh, Zach, Andy is seven or eight and two at UAB, something like that. Uh, KJ had a good night the other night. Did he against? It was East Tennessee or somebody. That is correct. Yes. Went for twenty and fifteen, really? something like that. Yeah, had a big night. But I want to see KJ do that against good teams before I have much of a thought on it. I don't hear back from Grind. I'm going to be a little concerned. I know. It, it, it didn't you, – you wonder if the – yeah, like John says, the girl with the mayo attacked him, sent him over the bridge. Well, that sounded like he went underwater from it. There he is. He's back. Whew. Grind? Yo, did I lose y'all? Man? Yeah, we were worried the about the phone went like, I mean, seriously, like you went off in the ocean. We were concerned that maybe the Mayo girl had, had attacked you <laughs> and knocked <laughs> you over the I... bridge and that you were somewhere sinking to the bottom of the of the bay right now. <laughs> no, man, dang. Because I, I, I just, like, I was just talking, then next thing I know, like, I just grabbed my phone. And I was like, hold on, I ain't even on the line. Yeah, so wow. you were uh, <laughs> you, you decided to go ahead and get a little hammered is where we stopped you. Go ahead. Okay, so, yeah. So so I realized it was – I realized it was two – it was two bammers, you know, sitting about, you know, two, three rows up front. Like I said, they was young and everything. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lit. I'm, you know, you know, shaking my pom poms all, you know, not not basically all in their face, but you know, I'm talking junk. Like y'all boys ain't ready, y'all ain't even come ready, y'all, you know, and all that other stuff. Like for instance, you know, in the game, Alabama ran to our sideline. They ran to our sideline one time. Dude got wallowed. You know, I turned back to the boy. I said, boy, y'all better find y'all some safe to do, boy. This ain't it. This ain't it. You know, we was up ten nothing, and you know, I said, you know, I grabbed my little pom pom. I was like, y'all don't play on this sideline. Y'all play on that sideline. You know, and everything like that. And so, man, I, I honestly, man, like, you know, <laughs> I had a good time. Like, I was so drunk that I had to, I had to honestly, like, re, not say rewatch the game, but I had to rethink about everything, you know, later on because I realized, well, he should have went for two after the first overtime. That's where he messed up. Dude, Absolutely. coaching scared. Absolutely. It was no- because, A, it's the new analytical thing to do, period, because it makes no sense. If you if you don't do that, you just got to get it later any damn way. And then, two, Finley couldn't walk two yards to win the game. It, yeah, it, the it, play, it was fireable. The play, the you have a chance ran, to win the but, game with, with uh, 
Bryce Young standing on the other sideline. It was. It's like I said this this morning on the Butcher versus Spin Instructor. So I'll be quick. Football coaches always loved all of them. Love to talk about. Hey, you know, we're not. You you can't obsess with results. We're process, right? You hear coaches talk about that all the time. Process. Mm-hmm. We have to trust the process. Okay. Sam Pittman, when when Arkansas played here. Mm-hmm. Arkansas scored on the last play of the game, got within one point. He could have kicked an extra point. He knew who the better quarterback was that day. He knew who the hotter yep. offense was that day. So Sam he Pittman, knew what the better team was. Yeah, so he trusted his process and said, we have one play. We're going to run a play. This is our play. We're going to run a play with Matt Corral on the sideline, and if we win, we win. And if we don't, we trusted the process. And it, it didn't work, but his process was right. My problem with Harson is that if if you go for two there and you don't get it, so be it. So be it. Yep. But you go for two there, and then what really bugged me was an overtime later, Auburn runs a two-point play. And, and that's the play you should have ran. And it's awesome. And it's like, so why didn't you run that a few minutes ago? Yeah, that's, that's, exact, that's exactly what I had said. But, see, this is – okay, look, I'm – do y'all think that game helped or hurt him in the eyes of Auburn fans? I think it almost hurt him. I think Alabama you, almost gets weird, like, lack of credit for playing poorly, and then Harson's mm-hmm. decisions late actually hurt him. I think him not winning the game once it was on his foot hindered his, his whatever more Agreed. than helped him. Agreed. Yeah, I think it's a negative. I think that was a bigger negative than if it had just gotten beat 34-9. to nine. And that's the weird thing. It's not. That's the weird thing. It's not. That game actually, like, boosted fans a little bit, boosted him in, in the eyes of, like, the average huh. fan. Like, in me, like, people people got on to me because somebody had made a post. It was like, y'all let – it was like a picture of Harson and a picture of Saban. And then it was like, y'all let this guy uh, – Saban let this guy take him to uh, four overtimes in his first year with a backup quarterback and, no, you know, backup kicker and whatnot. And then, you know, I had put, I had said, you know, way too soon, I had said uh, his in-game coaching severely lacks for him, you know, to have been a head coach for eight years prior. And everybody got on to me for that, bro. Only like one or two Auburn fans, like my cousins, was like, man, he, he kind of right, bro. Because if you look at it, I'm not talking about his game plan. Like, it's five things that I base a coach on. I base you on your recruiting. I base you on your game planning. I base you on your in-game coaching, your leadership, and your ability to hire and then, you know, it's right now his you know his crew is still a his game planning is actually good. Like the fact that he went up twenty eight three against Mississippi State, the fact that you went up ten nothing against Alabama, like it's your game plan and what you're doing is pretty is is good. But the fact when you get an in game coaching, which is hella good in the SEC, that's where he's failing miserably. And that's why I'm saying like that's that's that should be the number one concern, you know, for for other Auburn fans. And I'm like. The only like as of right now, in my opinion, the only way it changes is if Bro recruits at a level to where he's able to overcome any in game like any in game adjustments that he you know that he falls short at in that in that main area. And I'm not sure about that right now. So that's my only thing. Uh Cray- were getting, Creighton just people defeated on me when I said that. Creighton just defeated Ole Miss in volleyball, so a uh, season comes to an end uh for the for the Rebels. Um what do you make of all this Tank Bigsby rumors and stuff? I mean, from from like from the people I trust and from everything that I've seen, like like I told you, like 
like when, when everybody was talking about the hearts and stuff, and then the guy that I trust down there was like, man, don't, you know, don't buy into that. That's when I was like, you know, I bet, you know, this amount of figures on it. And, you know, dude turned up, you know, being right. And, you know, he's telling me right now, man, tank bitch and stuff. It's just like, it's, you heard the same thing last, last offseason. I'm not hearing as much to that. I'm hearing this way more to, to Bo Nix leaving than uh, Tank Bisbee uh, leaving. Yeah, I, I listened to Bo uh, talk to Ryan Brown and Jim Dunaway and them, and that's that was a quarterback that's he's Ooh, he's out. Man, oh really? Speaking yeah, of your out. speaking of your little buddy Ryan Brown, boy, that's that's who I was. Ooh, he's so lucky, bro. Ooh, he's so lucky because if Bama would have lost, man, if Bama would have lost, I would have loved to hurt, bro. I would have learned. I would have loved to hurt him. I would have loved to hear what he had, what he had, uh, what he would have had to say after that. What did you think of Bigsby not getting out of bounds, or even the play call that put him in that kind of situation on third down? Uh, don't blame him because if you look at the play, he 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 like in the heat of the play, he feels like that he he's got the angle. He's looking at the first down. Yeah, he feel he feels like that he can just get the first down and end the game. I don't, I'm like I'm not blaming him for that. Man. Yeah, like. And that's my thing. Like, if you would have told you know most Auburn fans that you would have been up ten them with the situation that you was just in. That like I think that game like to me that game said way more about Bama than it did Auburn. So that's why I'm like yeah. I'm not too crazy about it. But but I do think Bama do give Georgia a run for their money this week. I think it's gonna be twenty three twenty one Georgia. Ooh. I just don't know what y'all are seeing, but maybe y'all are right. I'm not I'm I'm not gonna pretend to be some football expert. I'm I'm under five hundred on my picks, so I, I can't I can't I just I I've watched both teams. What tonight. is it about other than the uniform? Wait, what about the matchup? Says that me? No, grind. Oh, okay. Uh, if you're gonna give me like I, I did it, and if you give me the better coach and the better quarterback, and I believe Bama has a better cohesive proven receiver core than Georgia. Like I know they're getting some by, some guys back, but if you give me that, I think it's close enough to where you know Bama can can push Georgia in the way they haven't been pushed. I'm not saying they'll win. He's gonna be running for his life, guys. Alabama's offensive front cannot block that, those guys. Alabama's issues at at right tackle are scary. They didn't they didn't block Arkansas think, and they didn't I mean, block Auburn and they're not going to block Georgia. I think the Auburn game was an anomaly. Like it a little more like the Texas A and M game in a game where they still put up thirty one points. They lost, but they still put up thirty one points. And I think Georgia's a little bit better than that. Yeah, we'll see. Who's who's your top right, four? We'll let you go, Grind. Who, who, who's who's going to be the who? who well, no, right now, who's your top four right now? If I was a player, if I was a committee member, it'd be yeah. Georgia. Well, yeah, it'd be Georgia, Michigan, Bama, and Oklahoma State. And then if everything went how I thought it would, I would say Georgia, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Ohio State. But that's yeah. just me, though. Yeah, all good. All right, man. Yep. All right, Grind. Be good, Later, bud. You too. Look at the look at the Saints. Look at you. Okay. You excited? Oh yeah. <laughs> Replacement Saints getting at it. What is the Saints record? Five and six. Oh, okay. I'll get to five hundred, go on a run. You play in those uniforms, you're gonna play well. They're they're worth at least like four points. That's true. Yeah, that is Peyton not there tonight? I haven't seen Sean Peyton one time on television. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. 
if he had like COVID test or something. All right, let's see. Um, we get to the end of the week. We run out of stuff. We're kind of we, there. We hit kind of everything this morning. We went through more topics this morning than I than I anticipated. Yeah, well, we dove into the whole Kiffin thing. Kiffin, by the way, in Birmingham, I've seen a picture of him. Yeah. <laughs> sitting in the stands. He was. In Birmingham, completely by himself. There's no one anywhere. <laughs> Rose uh, on his uh, phone, just just hanging out, hanging out. <laughs> he's he's there. Yeah, he's, he's who's in the game. Who's he seeing? Uh, they have a running back, right? The kid from um um um. Oh, I was out of there looking for yeah, the running back. Yeah, yeah, he's committed. Yeah, okay. All good. All right. Uh, appreciate everyone being with us. Um, feels he's weird. Judkins. Judkins. Yeah. yeah. Feels weird not to have be saying like, "Hey, we'll talk to you Saturday," but probably won't talk to you Saturday. Mm-mm. We'll put this up in podcast form tomorrow for the Oxford Exxon podcast. I'll have coverage of Ole Miss and Memphis. Real quick before you do that, yeah. congratulations to this guy um, Troy finalizing a deal to make John Summerall their new head coach uh, just now. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah, John Summerall just got the uh, the Troy job. Oh, that's awesome! Congratulations, John. I know you're not listening, but yeah. maybe you'll hear about it. Good dude. Yeah, really, really, really good nice guy. guy. That's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. He's a guy to keep an eye on down the road. I won't be surprised at all if he does really, really well at Troy. That's that's cool. a good get. Yeah, he was there with uh, Neil Brown, right? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's I'm happy for him and his family. And I know some people here got mad about the whole Jack West Jones thing and tampering. Everybody tampers. Everybody's tampering. And if Jack West picked up the phone and called first, it's not tampering. And so, yeah. Uh, JMR with the Super Chat, he says, Neil, Chase, the Miami job that we're all concerned with, are we sure that it's the U or is it possible that the Dolphins opens? And if it opens, could be the job that is of concern. Listen, if Lane Kiffin's a candidate for the Dolphins, color me shocked. That is fair. I mean, if that's the case, kudos to him. Color me shocked. I've not heard that from. I've not heard that from one person, at all. And I don't know enough about the Dolphins to know whether the Dolphins are firing a coach. That that doesn't. That doesn't pass the test. That, no, I, that as Corey said, I think that's just a bad game at telephone. That's what that feels like. Uh, Ole Miss plays Troy next year. That's right. So we'll see John Summerall come back to. Come to Oxford. We'll post that. A little recruiting information. I'll put it in Rebel Grove in a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll have recruiting for you over the weekend. I'll have basketball uh, on Saturday as well. Ole Miss has some official visitors coming in. Um, I think that's about it. So enjoy your weekend, and if anything breaks, we're obviously on it. If there's any reason to have some sort of an emergency podcast, we will. At this point, I don't think there will. We're watching uh, the extension rumors and all that stuff. I promise, 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 if we hear it, we will post it immediately. So if we haven't posted it, it's because we haven't heard it. Is that fair? fair? Yeah. Okay. So for Chase, I'm Neil. Have a uh, have a great rest of your week, great weekend, and we will uh, be back on Monday morning with the Oxford Exxon Podcast. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. 
For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.